Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hey, Changemaker, it's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and I'm here to help you, you know it, grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. All right, guys, so we are in our entire grants formula section, and if you want the free downloadable to follow along with today's podcast, please just jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 85 and you will get that. Um, It is a downloadable worksheet as well as a a mini video series and it's all free. All right guys so we're talking about the grants formula and each letter does stand for something different right? It is an acronym. So in today's episode we are going over the A. So A is for articulating a goal. So articulating a goal from your grant or for your grant can feel daunting when you are staring at a blank page or even the multitude of ideas for different grant projects. How do you simplify it and instead of writing it once and forgetting it, use it as a guiding arrow for your entire grant? Ooh, (laughs) it's the magic. If you bring everything back to your goal, including your problem statement, objectives, activities, and even budget, then you will have a strongly written grant. So we are talking about how to quickly articulate a goal to guide your grant. All right, but however, I see a lot of grant writers will just throw something out there that they state as a goal and they never circle back to it in their proposals. Because of that lack of cohesiveness, it sets their grant applications up to be weak and honestly, not necessarily achievable. Now, as a reviewer, they're going to catch that. And I just got done. It was a long weekend, guys, reviewing some federal grants. And that's what I found. If they did not have a strong goal, everything else just kind of fell apart. It's kind of like if you remember back to freshman comp, guys. All right. So thinking about thesis statements, right? What is the thesis statement? And a goal is very similar for your grant. What is the goal, right? All right, so remember you are asking for money and the reason any funding source is going to give you money is so that you can make an impact and change something that is a priority to them. All right, the money is a method, right? It is a tool and you have to be very convincing of how you're gonna use that tool. So a goal is a perfect guiding point. So keep your goal aligned with the funding source's priorities. That's one little tip. (laughs) But let's get into how you write that goal that will be the anchor for your grant. But before we do that, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to a listener review on iTunes. And this person I know. (laughs) So thank you, Jason Salas. It's so much fun getting reviews from people that I know. And um, yeah, so thanks, Jason. And Jason gives me um, a five-star review. And he says the following, personal entertaining and gets the job done. Holly is an amazing coach and entertaining host who will get you results. And he'll put that in all cap. I love that. (laughs) And won't bore you to sleep through what can be a very esoteric process. It's a great listen and always fun. She makes the mundane meaningful and the process profitable. 
Thank you, Jason. I like that little alliteration, the mundane, meaningful, and the process profitable. <laughs> That's so great. He's such a wordsmith. Thank you, Jason. I so appreciate you. Anyways, yeah. So thanks for, if you guys like, like this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. All right, guys. So one other quick note for today, like I mentioned as I opened up, is if you want the free downloadable and mini, and it's like mini is mini. It's like five days at like 10 minutes each day of a little video series to follow along with this entire series on the grants formula. Do check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 85. So there you go now. If you would like to bookmark this link for later as the next week's you can utilize this downloadable as well. It'll be the same one. So it's quite robust. So we'll be using over the next several weeks. Okay, so how to write an articulate goal and use it as a guide. How do we do this? Well, the best goals relate to a community goal and demonstrate a behavior change. This is not an objective. We will get into objectives next week, but first realize that goals are the big overarching aim of what your project hopes to achieve in the long term. Our examples in the downloadable utilize a soccer team, but to change things up a little bit on the podcast, and so you can have more examples, I am utilizing the concept of building out a financial literacy and workforce program for pregnant teenagers, and teenage parents in New Mexico. So I'm really excited about this as last week we identified a problem statement when doing research. So if you want to check out that how to make your problems statement and also how to do research for the needs section of your grant, please do check out episode 84. Right now we're going to be looking at then how you actually do a goal. And I am using actual real stuff. For this example, so I'm not using a real uh, nonprofit, but I'm making I'm making up the nonprofit's goals and everything, but using real information out there and doing research just like you would. So if you are in New Mexico and looking at opening a project like this, uh, you can utilize this information. There you go. So what we found last week is that New Mexico has the highest teen pregnancy rates in the nation and that contributing factors are high teenage poverty rates high poverty rates in general, and the cyclical generational components of children of teen parents being more likely to become teen parents themselves. So we went ahead and defined our problem statement as the teenage pregnancy rate in New Mexico is the highest in the nation, with 62 out of 1,000 teenage pregnant compared to the U.S. average of 18.8 and that is based on CDC 2017 data. So what would be the goal? So now we have a problem that really shows a problem, right? You can clearly see that has statistics, backs it up with citations, there it is. Well, here are some steps on how you actually then have a goal. Here are the five steps. All right, step one, draft your project idea. Step two, who or what is your project population to be served? Step three is what is the main problem your project will solve? Step four is what is the main change you want to see? And step five is how does your project align with a community goal? So we're gonna go ahead and use all of these different steps and I'm just gonna briefly show you what I came up with so you can see. All right, so step number one, draft your project idea. So right away, it would be like, okay, we see that there's a high pregnancy rate. We see that teenage poverty and high poverty rates have a big thing to do, you know, with uh, teenage pregnancy rates, right? So we see that, okay, what these are the contributing factors through our research. 
So if I'm going to do a project, my example would be to develop financial literacy program and workforce program for pregnant teens or teenage parents, right? So I'm saying I want to address the poverty. I don't want to just address the housing. So hopefully I would have a housing project already or a nonprofit's housing project that I could leverage. But this is what I think would be beneficial to help change the trajectory of many of these teens, right? Number two. Who, what is your target population to be served? So the example that I used is pregnant teenagers and teenage parents ages 15 to 22 years old. And yes, according to federal regulations, 22 years old is still considered a youth. So I can use that, uh, that age. Um, so I would say, okay, this, this is, and sometimes they say it has to be at least 16 years old, but that would be according to certain grants. So do remember to check that. That's a little side note bonus for you. But I would say, okay, overall, you know, I, that's uh, maybe the ages where more teenagers are getting sexually active and having, getting pregnant and all of that. So 15 to 22 years old. Number three, what are the main problems your project will solve? So my example is the project will provide a pathway for pregnant teenagers and teenage parents with financial literacy and workforce development that complements housing projects. Problems of teenage poverty and cyclical teen pregnancy will be solved. So looking at if we address the poverty situation, then we can address the cyclical teen pregnancy and the teenage, you know, and just being able to get them on their feet, right? So it's not just going back into welfare, getting back on the system. I mean, those things might be used as supplement, absolutely, in the beginning. Like, sometimes that's what it takes. But as far as having long-term effects, really learning about financial literacy and workforce development, having those soft skills developed are what will really help teens um, get on their feet. Number four, what is the main change you want to see? So my example is a decrease in teen poverty and the cycle of teen pregnancy. Increased quality of life and living conditions for pregnant teenagers and teen parents. So looking bigger, right? And that's what I want you guys to do is to really look bigger and to say, what are the main changes? Like not just, okay, we want X amount of teens to take this many classes in financial literacy. Those will get the objectives, the activities, that stuff. But what is the change, right? So think big. So one of the, I mean, some of the main changes here, decrease in teen poverty in the cycle of teen pregnancy. Those are big things, but that's what I want to see, right? And I want to see an increase of the quality of life and living conditions for pregnant teenagers and teen parents. All right, number five. What are the other community goals that align with your goal? Well, one goal I found while doing research online was actually from the New Mexico Continuum of Care model. And they said they have a goal to assess community resource gaps that affect youth and families. So that would be one thing that I would step into to say, okay, there's a gap in financial literacy and workforce programs. Honestly, I didn't spend that long uh, kind of digging in here, but there would probably be some more too that would really set that up. And you can use more than one. That's why I said, what are other community goals? It doesn't just have to be one. It can be uh, many. And maybe it would be depending on the city that you live in, right? Because you're going to have different goals that are very unique to where you specifically live. All right. So those are the five steps. And of course, tying everything together will give you the final result. So I know you guys are all waiting to hear, what is my goal? So I would say the project will increase fiscal management and job wages for pregnant teenagers and teenage parents. 
That sounds big. And it is. I want you to think of behavior change in your goals. Um, And you think, well, Holly, that's not like, how are you going to get there? We're going to talk about that next week in our objectives (laughs) because there is a way to get there. So basically we're looking at, we want to look at fiscal management. So financial management, right? How they manage their money and how they can increase their job wages. That's gonna be important in really breaking out of the cyclical uh, generational teen pregnancy, as well as just increasing the overall quality of life, right? And that will really help then teenagers get out of poverty. So that's kind of what I tied together. And you can see how simple that can be. If you answer all of those questions, you can see how this will really also help you guide the project in in its entirety, right? Because now you're thinking, wow, I'm getting specific on the exact target population. I'm really honing into the problems and I'm really being able to be passionate right? Because a lot of you might say, oh my gosh, writing grants, I just, I know I'm passionate about just the doing. Well, the doing (laughs) can also be part of grant writing. So you can put your passion in there and say, what do I really want to see changed, right? And this might really inspire you to start a new project or to really develop something that is worthwhile instead of just doing the same old fundraisers every single year without a real outcome. So this is how you guys do it. Once again, the five main steps are number one, draft your project idea. So just get it out there, right? All these different ideas that you have to address the problem statement that you developed last time. And then number two, who or what is your target population to be served? Remember, go deep. Really try to make this specific. And I had originally thrown in here, I put pregnant teens, teenage parents, and at-risk youth. And I decided to take out at-risk youth because I figured, let me just hone in on these two, right? These are the main ones. These have the biggest, but we can do prevention programs later. But first, let's address problems with actual post projects, if you will, you know, the teens that already have kids or that they're currently pregnant. Let's first provide them with opportunities to change their situation. And later, after we see this is really working, then we can go in and put prevention models and prevention activities in for at-risk youth. But that's why I decided to really make it very specific and go pregnant teenagers and teenage parents. And you could even serve one or the other even. So it really depends on what project you want to do, how much funding you're looking at, etc. And of course, remember, I also put the ages in, ages 15 to 22 years old. So be very specific with your target population. All right, number three, what is the main problem your project will solve? So remember, really look at what is the main problem and how can we solve that? Number four, what is the main change you want to see? Remember, it's a behavior change. You want to see something big. You really want to see the results of what your project can do long term. And number five, how does your project align with a community goal or goals? All right, guys, that's it for today. I will see you next week. Please jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash eight five to get a copy of the downloadable and to get the video mini series as always please send me an instagram at grantwriting underscore funding or send me an email holly at grantwritingandfunding.com i've been getting some great emails and i will respond to you all sorry guys i just had a super busy weekend but i will see you next week and i'll get back to your emails do you want to join the change maker tribe and get courses downloadable checklists samples of awarded grants 
behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe and discounts on grant services. Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.